0: Hi, my name is Suzanne, and I am your host for Crosstalk, Heroes Above the Noise, the EMC Society podcast to discuss interesting topics on electromagnetic compatibility to our technical community. In this special issue, we will talk with Vignesh Rajamani, the EMC Society president. We are meeting in person during the 2022 IEEE International Symposium on Electromagnetic Compatibility, Signal and Power Integrity in Spokane. Welcome, Vignesh. It's so great to see you. Thanks for taking your time for this podcast interview.
1: Hey, thanks, Suzanne. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, we have been looking forward to this conference for a while now, and uh, it's actually happening. And so I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be seeing some friends and uh, uh, colleagues that we haven't seen in years. So, yeah, so good to see you as well.
0: Yeah, that's really, really cool. Being here at the symposium in Persing, and as you said, meeting with friends within the EMC Society halfway through the symposium with wonderful, great technical input and exchange. Vignesh, what is your impression on the 2022 EMC and SIPI symposium?
1: Well, firstly, I have to say, you know, I need to thank the volunteers and the Symposium Committee for their tremendous work in actually putting this conference together. My first impression uh, was uh, Spokane was hotter than what I expected it to be. Uh, But given the venue that is you know, close by the the river and, uh, and the venue, it's of the way the layout was arranged for all the technical programs and the exhibit hall and uh, uh, courses and the side meetings and so on and so forth. It was actually a very good venue to be able to kind of go between place to place and interact with our individual, uh, with, with the uh, with the society members uh, and conference attendees. So overall it has been such a great experience. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look around the Exhibit Hall, but also the poster sessions and the asset exports panel, the experiments and demos were all located uh, within the uh, the symposium. Exhibit Hall. And so that really gave an interesting vibe where people could really go in and, and, uh, you know, listen to some lectures, listen to some, look at some experiments and demos, uh, ask questions on Ask the Expert panels and turn around. You also have the vendors uh, that uh, were, uh, you know, showcasing their products. And so good conversations overall. So it's more than just the technical part of it. The uh, the part as a community, the part as a society, where we are together with our exhibitors, who are also technical leaders in their own field, uh, you know, just having an interaction on a common ground which just spectacular.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and besides the technical input and um, knowledge sharing, there have been meetings open and are meetings open to all who would like to attend. Could you name a few?
1: Uh, Absolutely, yeah. So as as you mentioned Suzanne, one of the things that we do as an IEEE EMC Society is all our meetings, you know, be it technical meetings, be it board meetings, uh, be it special committee meetings, be it standard meetings, uh, everything is open. Uh, We also learned from our virtual symposiums that uh, some of the individuals obviously that couldn't travel, um, we made sure that they could still attend these symposium, uh, I'm sorry, attend these meetings. And so almost every single meeting that we had also had a Webex link and that Webex link was uh, distributed to all the interested parties. So even if they are not able to travel to the symposium, they could take place uh, in those meetings. And we actually had several individuals that dialed in um, that, you know, so that they could attend the meetings for free. Um, As I said before, these meetings are open meetings and we plan to continue doing what we're doing here So there will be an uh, in-person meeting at the venue, at the symposium venue where uh, deep discussions could happen. But it also gives an opportunity for individuals that cannot travel to be able to dial in. So you can call this a hybrid meeting format, uh, but that's something that we are planning to continue doing. uh, So we get the interaction that we can get from all individuals that are interested in participating in those discussions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of discussion and sharing knowledge and experiences, um, I've learned as well the Research Center is available online as well. Would you like to share some information on that one?
1: Absolutely. So the uh, Research Center is something that uh, you know we've been working on for the past year, year and a half. And it is really becoming a place where we could... Uh, Uh, we could have all our videos, all have all our materials kind of uh, uh, available for our membership. So the idea behind the Resource Center is if you are a member, most of the lectures, videos, uh, training materials are available to you for free. Uh, If you are an IEEE member and not an EMC member, there's a small fee associated with each of those videos. And if you're not an IEEE member and not an EMC member, the fee is slightly higher. If you actually look at the overall scheme of things, if you're already an IEEE member, I think it takes uh, nothing to become an EMCS member. And once you become an EMCS member, then you have access to all these videos and training materials that are available on the Resource Center. What we have been doing over the past year, year and a half, is actually getting all the videos that uh, were uh, submitted for our virtual symposiums, the lectures, the presentations, and we have uploaded that to the Resource Center. And we have also done so for some of the virtual symposiums, like, for example, the 2021 APEMC conference. Uh, unfortunately, it, you know, we had to uh, we had to you know, do that as a virtual symposium. But in a way, we were able to report those uh, those lectures and, and paper presentations and have it available on a Resource Center. So our Resource Center, again, is, is getting a lot more visibility and it's also gaining a lot more uh, content as we speak. And this will be something that is available to all of our EMC members uh, for free. The other thing I also would like to add upon the Resource Center is we are opening up what is called a job portal there. So this, in a way, is a direct access for the companies that are looking to hire EMC engineers um, to the membership of the EMC. Um, So if you are an individual that is seeking a job uh, in the field of EMC, and if you are an individual that is working for a company that is actually looking for uh, individuals to join their team, uh, here's a platform for you. So the Resource Center is going to be able to provide you that information as well. Again, as an EMC member, you have higher access to things like this. And that's what we would like to uh, continue doing. And we want to have more participation, both from our membership and also from the uh, industry industry partners uh, to have their job listings uh, uh, available on our resource center
0: yeah wow that's so cool uh what would be the web address to go if i would like to get further information on that
1: yeah you can just google for emc resource center and it pops right up and you know you'll be able to go in and uh, if you're as i said if you're an emc member just log in and most of the information that is there for you or is is free
0: wonderful great that's really cool uh vignesh I know you're really busy as president of the EMC Society, uh, would you like to share with the audience your message from the Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, before we go on to the topic, I do want to cover a couple of other things. Um, at the symposium, we also had our Women in Engineering event uh, and also our YP Young Professional event. Uh, as you might have heard from me, uh, one of the biggest things that I'm trying to do within the society is uh, provide educational opportunities for our membership, show the value for their membership uh, by, uh, you know, having all these educational modules that are available. The other drive that I also have is to try and get in more young professionals into the society. Uh, So we have a very vibrant, you know, young professional community led by Patrick DeRoy and uh, he uh, and and his team has arranged uh, a couple of different things, a social and also a Jeopardy game that we're doing uh, at the symposium venue. And uh, those two events are fun, uh, but also opportunities to network with uh, with fellow engineers uh, around the same age group, but also uh, gives you an opportunity to interact with the senior members of the EMC society uh, to learn about opportunities uh, to grow within the society and grow in your professional career. Uh, so it's, it's more about networking and, uh, and you know trying to know what opportunities are available uh, for you to get engaged. So I would highly suggest if you're a young professional, that are, you're out there, that you're listening to this podcast, try to get in contact with our YP rep or try and get in contact with me and I'll try to get you in touch with the right individuals so you can get involved and uh, grow professionally and personally. Uh, the same goes for women in engineering. We have, uh, you know, a tremendous number of uh, women in our field uh, who are doing great things and it was an opportunity for them to get together as a group, share some of the common things that they have faced in their workplace, you know, being good or bad. And uh, and and you know we have had great uh, conversations with these individuals and trying to bring them in into more of the leadership roles is something that we are actively pursuing. So uh, again, a lot of opportunities here, and I would love, uh, I would like to encourage each and every one of you try to get involved as much as you can. Talk about the message. Uh, one of the things that I do want to make sure that people. Um, uh, people out there that are listening to this podcast understand is membership is not just about you know having a tag saying that i'm an emcs member it's also about trying to get involved it's also about the opportunities that you're going to be provided to uh you know be part of the society be part of the leadership be part of the community Um, just as an example you know we have a lot of local uh, activities that are happening all around the society, with you know 90 plus chapters that we have around the world, and you can clearly see the leadership skills that are getting developed in those meetings, in those you know small groups, and eventually that also gets transferred to the society. So you know, as you perform well and, and, you know, you see and understand how things are happening at a, at a local level, uh, it also gives you an opportunity to get involved at the society level and be able to put in some initiatives, get people uh, to gather and, and do some uh, some of the work that, you know, we as a society have been trying to accomplish uh, as well. And so, uh, you know, again, that that's going to be my, my my biggest message to the community is, you know, try and get involved. There are always opportunities there. There are always things that you can work on, you know, as part of the society. And I will welcome you to do so in the next possible opportunity. Also, as a member, uh, some of the things that you're going to be seeing is, you know, you're going to get an email from the society saying that they, the um, proceedings from the 2022 conference is going to be available for you for free. Um, and again, you know, the advantage of going to the symposium is the networking part of it, seeing this individual face to face, interacting with the authors, interacting with the presenters. Um, and in case if you're not able to do so, you will still get the proceedings and uh, the, the author information will be pretty much listed on the proceedings. And I would encourage you to get in touch with the authors If you have any questions, Um, if you're not an EMCS member, uh, again, I want to I want to say that, you know, it doesn't really take much to become an EMCS member. But you also have these things that you can get for free and you have access to things that uh, that you did not before uh, by not being a member. So I would highly encourage you to uh, become a member. Also, you know, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming conferences. So at the meetings, uh, you know, there was a heavy discussion about regional events that, that EMCS is going to do. And we have a fair number of regional events that we do uh, within the U.S. And we're trying to uh, put in a little bit more initiative and in trying to get those uh, regional events spread across in Region 10 and Region 8 and Region 9. So. If you're a volunteer out there, you know specifically from these regions, and you want to host a a small regional event that can be sponsored by the EMC Society, please get in touch with us. We'll be happy to do so. Uh, Our next annual symposium is going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, This is again in the August timeframe of 2023, and uh, we're you know just as we are finishing up this symposium in Spokane, we're we're getting ready to. Uh, get these things organized for Grand Rapids. Um, The theme of that uh, conference, given that we're going to be in the Michigan area, is going to be very automotive centric. Uh, If you have special session proposals, if you have special um, uh, tutorials and workshops, uh, and or Ask the experts panel sessions that you can think of uh, around that theme, uh, please get in touch with us or with the technical program chair uh, specifically, so that we can uh, you know have uh, we can see how we can accommodate those requests at our symposium. We're also looking at educational programs, uh, mid-career programs that will help our membership, and so you know we're going to try and do some uh, automotive tracks and aerospace tracks. Uh, we work as ongoing uh again you know keep in mind there are a bunch of volunteers that are you know working towards putting these things together so uh, they also have a day job and sometimes uh you know things get delayed more than we wanted but that's that's part of it so we're trying our best to try and get some mid-career programs uh launched during our conferences and uh my hope is we'll at least have one or two that is going to be available for uh conference goers to be able to attend uh in 2023 um, and other than that, again, you know, I'm just encouraging more and more young professionals and also students uh, and local uh, chapter chairs and uh, chapter offices in general, try and get involved. Uh, if you see an opportunity to run for the board of directors, do so. Uh, it opens up possibilities for you to grow within the society and also within your community.
0: Thank you so much. Many thanks, Vignesh, for your time and also your encouraging input. And I can really just subline this. Um, it gives yourself growth a big booster. Thank you so much, Vignesh.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure.
0: And if you wish to learn more about EMC and get the latest input from science and the industry, sign up for Crosstalk. Hear us above the noise.